This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, here's your starting lineup. Trayvon Edwards, Jason Madison, Boom Shakalaka. Today, we have a special guest joining us. We have Mina Kimes. Welcome, Mina, to the show. I feel like I need a nickname now. After. <laughs> right. Can you guys give me one? I'll MK, put you on the spot. I, um, okay, so I did actually, kids did call me MK growing up. And my initials are MMK. My middle name okay. is Mugil. It's Korean. Fortunately, that was during the height of South Park's popularity. So they would say, okay. Okay. That's clever, though. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's fine. Okay. 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 Mina, okay, Kimes. That's very generationally specific, but. No, we'll, 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 we'll dig it. All right. Mina Kimes is an American investigative journalist who specializes in business and sports reporting. She has written for Fortune, Bloomberg News, and ESPN. She is currently a senior writer at ESPN and an NFL analyst on NFL Live. And now it's time for the one of the two with Jay Skills. Harvard or Princeton? Neither. Are you allowed to do neither? You're allowed. Okay, neither. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Minari or Parasite? Parasite. I like them both, though. But Have you guys seen both? Movies? I haven't seen Minari. I've yet. only seen uh, Parasite. Okay, Minari's really good, but it's you know it's like more slow, emotional kind of Parasite. It's just you know a banger. So yeah. I gotta go Parasite. Uh, etch a sketch or watercolor? Watercolors, because you can kind of mess up and cover over it. Etch a sketch, you got one shot. That's actually, by the way, before I met uh, Trey, you asked me to etch a sketch of Black Trey, and you did it. What well, was just was a square? Like... So was like pretty cool color. though. Yeah, because of commission. Writing or drawing? Writing, because I'm definitely not good enough at artwork to make a career out of it. Steve Largent or Doug Baldwin? Oh, Largent is kind of the legend, so I got to go Largent there. Bobby Wagner or Richard Sherman? Bobby's still with the Hawks, so I'll go Bob. Bobby's also, I mean, they're both very cool, but... Bobby's, I've only met Bobby, so I'll go Bobby. Pablo or Dan? I got to go Dan. Woody or KB? KB. KD or GP? KD. I'm, I'm, I've, well, now that I'm a Nets super fan, I'm all in on KD. So. <laughs> KD's also, by the way, been laying down some like all-world tweets lately. Yeah, he has. <laughs> he might be the best athlete tweeter. Yeah, you might be right. We have. Uh, Besides Magic Johnson, of course. Uh, (laughs) Sugats or Poppy? That's tough. They're so different. They're such, they're both goats in their respective fields. I'll go Poppy because seniority. Guts or Legend of the Hidden Temple? Legend of the Hidden Temple, I think about more often now, like how I would approach it. I don't really think about guts. Kyle Shanahan or Sean McVay? Kyle Shanahan. Stephen A. and Skip or Mike and Tony? Mm, again, very different. Um, well, you said st- Skip, so I'll go Mike and Tony just because you threw in Skip. Golick or Greeny? Mm, I'm really close with Golick Jr., so I'll go with his dad. Slumdog Millionaire or Lion? 
I, I've never seen Lion, so I'll go with Slumdog Millionaire. What's Lion about? Lion is about a kid who gets lost in India and then he gets adopted by Nicole Kidman. Um, <laughs> okay. Same guy? Uh, yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, it's Dev Patel. Well, actually, oh, um, I was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and uh, helped my friend David Chang win. And the producer of the show called it his Slumdog Millionaire moment, which yeah. I felt pretty cool about. That's awesome. Uh, David E. Kelly or David Chase? Which shows did David Chase do? He did The Sopranos, The Wire, I believe. Um, no, that's David Simon, right? Oh, no, no, yeah. Davis. No, he did, but David Chase just did The Sopranos for Soprano. sure. Soprano, okay. Yeah. No, yeah, David Simon did The Wire, David Chase did The Sopranos, David Kelly did like Big uh, Ali Big Beal or whatever. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, I can't choose David Simon. That would be the right answer. I'll go with The Sopranos guy. Okay. Turtle or Johnny Drama? I no answer for that. <laughs> Never seen Entourage? Um, I, I've seen it, but mm. I've honestly like, I don't remember a single thing that happened on Entourage. I got you. Bill Gates or Steve Jobs? Um, hmm, I'm on an Apple right now. I'll go Jobs. Andy Reid or Bill Belichick? Andy Reid, no question. Marshawn Lynch or Ken Griffey Jr.? Ooh, Marshawn Lynch is my favorite Seahawk of all time. Ken Griffey Jr., however, is like probably the most iconic Seattle athlete of all time. I'll go Marshawn just because he, I feel like if I got to spend the day with any athlete, I would choose Marshawn. For sure. The Kingdom or Safeco? I grew up going to the Kingdom, so I'll go Kingdom. The 1998 Mariners or the 2014 Seahawks? Um, I go Seahawks because I'm more a football person, even though I grew up loving baseball. Cordell Stewart or Taysom Hill? <laughs> I go with Cordell. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Pitts or Devonte Smith? I love Kyle Pitts. I was just talking to my guy. Um, he's like my fa- my draft crush this year. Are you guys into the draft? Uh, I'm. I don't really like pay attention to the draft like that until the draft. Day. I'm paying attention because I need this. I need my uh, Rams to, you know, do the thing. Well, the Rams won't do the thing for a while, as for you know. Yeah, that's true. So, that is true. I forgot you're a Rams fan. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, we got Deshaun, which I mean, I took Jason to the last game uh, at the college. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, and I saw Kaepernick's last game. Uh, which was also at the Coliseum. He won in overtime. I'm a for, uh, 49er fan. You're a Niners fan? Okay. Yeah, so. All right. Cool. All yeah. of the rivalries uh, going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get accused of uh, being a Rams. Well, I guess there's a good reason. But, um, yeah, I, I we've never really talked about the Rams, you and me. Um, me. Yeah, no, nah, I don't <laughs> think we have. But I'm not one of those crazy fans either, though, that just kind of, like, gets mad. Or anything after loss, dude. There's a there's a lane for you though. Like so, one thing I found on my Nets journey is there was a real lane to be a super fan. Like with the Nets, like immediate, <laughs> like within a week, I had already risen to like tier two. Honestly, it's like me, you oh, know. See, yeah, I don't know if I want to go. I mean, you know, I just normally tap in with Jordan Rodriguez and 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 Serena Morales and. I who, just who is the who forth. is the Ram super fan? YG? YG, yeah. Like, uh, YG. Um, there's an actor who's really into the Rams. He's a comedian. I'm trying to remember who it is. He's on it's a guy who's on SNL. White guy. I can't remember. Uh, uh, yeah, um, it's Slim Pickens. Um, yeah. That's what I'm uh, saying, Trey. Yeah. Like you could you could rise. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go super hard for the. Rams. I'm already being called the Spike Lee of the Nets. I'm not. I know that's offensive on like three thousand levels, but it did not take long. Hey, I'll, I'll I'll start going crazy. I just need to amplify it a little bit more. Okay. Um, Home Alone or Back to the Future? Back to the Future. Spike Lee or Spike Jones? Spike Lee. Wall Street or Wolf of Wall Street? <laughs> uh, neither. Uh, Lufa or FaceTile? Uh, Lufa. Luca or Trey? I gotta go Luca because that's that's the only last NBA story I ever did was on Luca. 
Ronaldo or Messi? I'll go Messi because we're the same size. <laughs> Cover zero with no time left or go line fade? <laughs> Cover zero. <laughs> Burgers or tacos? Tacos. Come on, Sally. Sonic or Mario? Um, that's a good question. I played Sonic more as a kid, so I'll go Sonic. Chelsea or Tottenham? Tottenham. Mike Ryan or Tony Reale? I like them both a lot, but Mike Ryan and I, we hang out more, so I'll go with Mike. Your mom's Twitter account or the Kind <laughs> Times? Um, my mom's Twitter account doesn't need my support. She's already up to like 20K followers, which is just she crazy. Bought the, she bought to pass me. Is she about <laughs> to pass you? How, how do you feel about being passed by a 73-year-old Korean woman who doesn't work in media? That's fire. Listen, I first of all, fame sucks, so I don't care. But wow. I think it's dope. So shout out to, I always, I'm, I'm, I'm a softie for parents. So She's like, shout out to your mom's. She's like my my LeVar Ball, but like not trying, you know, mm -hmm. like right, right. it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of like chasing her clout now. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, truthfully, I would love to see her be on like HQ one day as like your poppy. <laughs> you know, I, I we could try that sometime. There, there has been a clamor, a clamor yeah. for more summon kind. So let's get it. Uh, Bitcoin or the U.S. dollar? <laughs> the U.S. dollar. Losing your phone or losing your ID? Losing my ID. The Alchemist or the Tipping Point? I haven't read either. You should read them both. I know. It's just like <laughs> athletes love the Alchemist too. Yeah. So I got to get on that. Yeah, it was like the first book I read when I was a kid that really like kind of changed my mind on things. So I'm telling you, every athlete loves that book. Yeah, it's great. Um, Beyonce's Homecoming or Jay-Z's Fade to Black? Fade to black. Basketball or the water boy? I've never seen basketball. I know we were just talking about South Park. So it's kind I of I don't weird. even remember that movie. So I'm just saying basketball is one of the best sports spoof movies of all time. And it, they have so many funny jokes. Feel, feels like a pretty narrow category in sports spoof movies. Uh, um, you know, like, got the major league and, you know, a few others. Talladega Nights. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's there's some. I mean, even oh. semi-pro to a certain extent. Semi-pro is true, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, I don't right, know. Okay. Uh, the Matthew Broderick Godzilla or the Mark Wahlberg Planet of the Apes? <laughs> I have not seen either of those, and I'm not ashamed of that. Oh, man. Um, they're both terrible films. Um, Clueless or Mean Girls? They're both great, but I'll go Clueless because that was like formative for me. Puff Daddy or Dr. Dre? Again, I'll go with, is he back to Puff Daddy now? I'll go with Puff Daddy because it's formative for me. I think he's he's still Diddy, but I like is to call Diddy, him he, he, I feel like he went back at some point. Am I wrong? Didn't he? Oh, he he no switches comment. his names pretty often. Um, whiskey or tequila? I, I've actually, I would have said whiskey 10 out of 10 times, but recently I've gotten more into tequila. Yeah, I love tequila. Uh, shout out to Casa Dragones. Hopefully they can sponsor the show. <laughs> um, Lil Wayne or Drake? Lil Wayne. Oh, nice. Uh, moss or rice? Rice. Pho or ramen? Ramen. The Cookie Monster or Elmo? I go Cookie Monster because I can only impersonate the Cookie Monster. I can't do Elmo. Your DMX impression or your Zipline Super Bowl analysis? DMX, which is the same as my Cookie Monster impersonation. Bring it away! X gonna give it to you. X gonna give it to you. Podcast or broadcast? Um, I like them both for different for different purposes. I gotta say, uh, it's nice to do a mix. And the last one, ESPN or Lenny? I always choose Lenny first. Yeah, that's the one of the two. Squeaky doors, clogs, sinks, finicky engines. When things break around the house, you take care of it. However, when something's off in the bedroom, you just try not to think about it. Come on, man. What are you waiting for? 
that's a problem that needs to be fixed. So take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash B-O-M now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. And if medication is appropriate, it ships you free with two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash B-O-M and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving your home. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash B-O-M right now and you'll get $15 off your first month. It's really time to take care of your ED. Remember, get started today. You'll save $15 on your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash B-O-M. Always choose Lenny. Always choose Lenny. I just found Lenny's uh, Twitter, by the way. Which It's not his Twitter. It's some guy. Oh, really? See, that's good to know. See, we got a reporting. Yeah. Yo, that's I'm like constantly afraid that whoever created like you talking about my mom having 20,000 followers, this guy, I assume it's a guy. Let's be real. It's a guy mm-hmm. uh, made an account. That's my dog. And it has at least a couple thousand, maybe a thousand or something. Mm-hmm. Now I'm afraid he's going to wild out and say some kind of crazy political opinion that I don't agree with. That you're not even associated. That's why you got to say you got to just put out the statement now and say, you know what? Lenny the dog, the Twitter account is not associated with me. I do it on the notes app, like all seriously. Yeah, just yeah, just roll it out. Just like I'm gonna have to public statement. That would be crazy. Or you do it on the show if you like, you know, you get your little FaceTime right then and there, and you pop and just shut his video. Video of Lenny, like the real Lenny. Yeah, just cut. You know, a statement from Lenny just barking like. With the subtitles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yo, whoever's trying to impersonate me, right? All right, so let's let's time travel a little bit. Uh, tell me about young Mina's relationship with playing ping pong. Um, I mean, it's like the story of like a young Serena Williams, um, Tiger Woods, Pele, the greats. Where do they all start? Playing with their parents, you know, being young. Um, I grew up playing soccer. Everyone thinks I'm like super unathletic which is offensive i actually played soccer competitively until college but i also i had older brother and we just did everything together every sport and um we had a ping pong table and ping pong was the one thing my mom shredded at so she plays the way she does the um people can't see this audio format but with your, your hands up like this you know like the super yeah like the, i forget yeah. it's not a scoop but it's it's the way where if you see someone holding their paddle that way at like a wreck like a gym you're about to get fucked up right yeah so my mom was really really good at ping pong and was the thing we could do with her and we would just play for hours and hours and hours when i was a kid we had pool table too pretty honestly like made us pretty cool in the neighborhood but uh, my brother and my mom and I just played tons of ping pong together and um, as a result I was just really awesome at it and um, like I said I played soccer but I didn't play soccer in college but I did stick with intramurals ping pong and shredded you know so um, I'm not saying I'm the best ping pong player at ESPN but I'm definitely number one (laughs) has anybody beat you no, no one's ever beaten me. Not many people have played me. So it's more, it's a lot of talk to be fair, but I'm extremely good. Um, I, are you good enough to scam people out of money? With it? Like no, hustle? I think that'd be hard for me. Cause like I have the look of someone who's good at ping pong. Okay. Um, not trying to stereotype myself, but I, I think it's not like, <laughs> You know, like if I, if I was to show up at like a basketball court, I could easily scam people, right? Because yeah. nobody would think I'm good. Wow, really? Okay, mm-hmm. stereotype much. But no, no, I, um, I think people would be very deceived. But whereas if I showed up at like a ping pong club, I think, you know, I don't, I don't would... know. I don't know what ping pong players look like, though. Like, I mean, but if you've seen, like, Fred, is there, nah, because I don't play, I don't play. 
I, I don't play ping pong. You've never like seen that. those videos of like the. No, no, the, I'm not even gonna lie to you. The oh, only bro. person I seen was Forrest Gump. Like, and when I think of people that's really nice in the movie, when he was like doing yeah. it. As so you when you watch he was playing, the Olympics. He was the guy from, from I don't see. That's the thing. Yeah, so even, when you I, watch. I don't even watch the Olympics. Silent. What? You don't watch the Olympics? The Olympics? No, I just. Right. I, it's a lot. What you, it's respect like the, to, listen, respect to all the athletes. This is a revelation. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's I, a I lot. love the Olympics. You know the it's, only one I really like is curling. Out of all of the, the sports? Yeah, because it's just like it's the fascination of like getting it and like landing it. But the other stuff, I don't be watching like that. Oh, oh, man. oh the diving too is kind of fire. Because I remember homie like did the work. The, the the one that was kind of that went wow. viral that was pretty you know crazy. What? Those are like love... the two most boring mm. ones, right? Yeah, you chose ahead. like the worst <laughs> ones. You know what? The Olympics are so great. First of all, it's like March Madness because it's always on, right? Okay. Which I love, and the whole country's watching. And this is not like March Madness, but the thing I love about the Olympics is you can know nothing about the sport or the people or anything, and then with five minutes, you're like crying. You're like, <laughs> I I would die for this Croatian. Mm -hmm. Archer or whatever. I like the immediate. Meanwhile, the Americans don't give a two flying fucks. To yes, we do. We got, we got, we got um, track. Americans dominate yeah. at track. At track. I think, the, you know what also I, I, I rock with? Women's soccer. We so lit. Yeah, yeah women's soccer. We so lit at that. Like I get, I get mad patriotic okay. off women's soccer. The worst. Like, you, okay. don't watch, you don't watch the Winter Olympics, Trey? Nah. The, the, the nah, nah I ain't about to. I ain't about to cap on okay. my show. So, the, the bobsled, what? Women's soccer is good because we win, but we don't win by too much. The one that's kind of sad is women's basketball. So I went to Rio and I had to cover a U.S. women's basketball game. I think they were actually playing China. Now, yes, okay. it was China, and honestly, it was hard to watch because you got like seven foot Brittany Griner. And I think the Chinese center was like five seven, and, she was just like, and it was just it just was defender probably, the, and the Brittany score was, was like, probably like a one thirteen to twenty four. I'm yeah, like, so is like, there a bigger wealth gap anywhere than between? If, if you want to feel good about America, watch USA women's basketball versus anything. I mean, there's some good countries for sure. Um, Spain. I, I like I like stress in my sports. <laughs> well, there's I mean you know we're not good at like most things. Yeah, that's fair. That's, that's fair. The men's soccer uh, sucks though. So really. yeah, so ping pong. Anyways, um, China's really dominant. Koreans are we're pretty good. We're better. Koreans are really good at archery, uh, speed skating, and figure skating. Okay, and no golf. Well, if it does happen, which I think it is going to happen, I will yeah. I will tune in and we can live tweet it. How about that next one's in LA. I might, I might pull up. Who knows? You never know. All right. Well, now that we know that you're very, very good in ping pong, I will never play you. Maybe you can play Jason and, and embarrass him. With camera my dad, my dad was one of those, like how your mom was. Like he would just be his son. What that got to do with you? I'm saying I learned from him. I'm decent. okay. I'm okay. not. I I don't think I could beat Nina. But See, I don't, I don't, you don't, don't get the game, the, the don't the game. You can't represent the pod like that if you're not. <laughs> All right. Tell us about young Mina's relationship with building dollhouse furniture. Now, this is a specific dollhouse furniture, not dollhouse. Well, I was giving you, I think like I could have been like, oh, soccer, you know, drawing. That's fair. But I just that's was fair. like, let me think of my. No, nah, this is lit because Most actually I know somebody that's actually doing that now, like has created like building dollhouse right? Naima, she's doing yeah. the whole tiny dollhouse experience. So they got like little jet magazines. It's lit. Like it That's gets so it gets super intense, but it would stress me out because I would like glue my fingertips or something like that. I don't I just always really like tiny stuff when I was little. I have really small hands. You can't really see, but they're I got like my pinkies are like tiny, 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 tiny. You can kind of see okay. the, I can I'll hold see. it up to the zoom for those who can't see at home. So I always liked um, like just making small things, cutting small things out of paper, stuff like that. And I got a dollhouse when I was really young. And then I thought instead of buying stuff for it, I would just make it. So I learned how to make like furniture and chandeliers and lamps and little meals and stuff like that. Um, just like craft stuff. Uh, yeah, it was just like my favorite thing to do. I always liked little like dioramas and models, like architectural models. I love that. Mm -hmm. um, 
I don't know why I just always really enjoyed small things. You haven't brought that back during the, during the quarantine? No, no, that would have been a good hobby to pick up. But uh, hey, we still got time unless you got both shots. You know, nope. I've been I've been so I've been doing a lot of paintings lately, though. So which is my other hobby, my adult hobby, I guess. Yeah. Um, but uh, have you seen Hereditary? No, but I've read the whole Wikipedia plot for it, so I know what happens. I do that a lot with movies. Uh, but yeah, Tony Collette's character, she she builds a little doll house furniture. That's- and- all that stuff, like it, I won't say it scares me, but it like reminds me of like basically a, um, like a voodoo doll. Like whenever I see like miniature stuff, like I think about that. It's probably partly because of that Tyler Creator video too, where he's like a in like a dollhouse. I don't know if you've seen. Well, it. dollhouses, I feel like in movies it's, they just I F H A creepy yeah. stuff. H Y, sorry. Why? Yeah. It's a, um, it's a song. It's pretty good. But Hereditary is like a top 10 terrible Wikipedia page, by the way. Oh, it's, it's an extremely scary and like unsettling movie. It's awful. I would say that Midsommar is a really bit terrible Wikipedia. Have you um, watched that movie? No, but I read the Wikipedia. I know what happens. Oh, uh, yeah. No, it's a that movie's Fuck. actually bad. Like, fucked up. Made by the same director. I loved Hereditary. I hated Midsommar. Like, it, it just, I don't know. Sometimes things are just gross for gross sakes. And it's just like, I don't, I don't need that in my life. So. Not for me. Not, <laughs> yeah. not for me. Oh, no. But that's pretty cool. I mean, I did model cars. You did dollhouses. What kind of cool. model cars? Um, 55 step sides, the Impalas, the 61s, the 64. I got a kit. So, mm-hmm. but I went beyond the kit. So I bought like Johnson and Johnson Motors, not Johnson Johnson, but Johnson Motors, the generators. And then I would take like Sega Genesis cartridge boxes and then I would buy like switches and I would make it and make the car hop. And I would take bobby pins and put the little Dayton's on it and everything. It was crazy. Here's my thing. It's like it's the same instinct, I think, for kids, Mm -hmm. which is like having a world you can control and like simulating adult life but yeah. on a kid level and so i think there's like the girl version quote quote, quote and the boy version but it's like driven by the same instinct i think yeah for sure like i, I had a glue gun like at yeah 11, at 11 i'm just <laughs> like taking the wire the hanger my grandma's like where's my hangers and i'm like bending them to make like this little <laughs> little bar to put the rims on like i was i was locked in i probably spent you, like go ahead oh do you ever do pinewood derby were you a boy scout either of you i was a boy scout i was not like a year and a half uh, my brother was always doing the pinewood derby cars I oh yeah yeah saying. yeah yeah no we built we built a car um in woodshop uh, i had woodshop basically i went from like this all black school in south central to like this all white school and like at the end of elementary in the middle school and they had woodshop, which was mind blowing to me. You know what I'm <laughs> Coming from the area that I came from in South Central and going to like the valley, like top of Mulholland. Um, and like, yeah, we got, I built like a toolbox. And then, yeah, I, when I joined um, the Boy Scouts at the end of fifth grade. And in sixth grade, we built a Pinewood Derby car. And uh, man, that was fun. I hadn't thought about that probably in 20 <laughs> years. Yeah. How'd you do? Uh, I think we got, we were in like third or fourth place. Yeah, yeah, we didn't win, but uh, it was fun. It was definitely fun to build stuff. I love building stuff. Yeah, I didn't do none of that stuff. I went to a Christian school, so they sent us to like this camp called Rawhide in uh, Southern California. And um, I learned uh, all the parts of the horse. Like I remember somebody lied and was like, the crest of the horse is from Crest Toothpaste. And I didn't want to brush my teeth with Crest Toothpaste ever again. <laughs> but um, I learned how to ride a horse like really fast. Oh, sure. I used to be embarrassed of this stuff because I, I actually um, won a trophy for pony showmanship. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You should get back into that. I don't know all new stuff about you. I don't know if I really love that though. Like, like riding a horse, like getting out of my, getting out of my neighborhood was like one thing, but like to go stay in this mountain area for like a week, right? No, it was two weeks. Right. And it's a Christian camp. So at the end of the night, you know, the whole cold shower stuff was not lit to me. Um, the whole bunk bed sharing. I'm an only child type. I got a sister, but we grew up in separate households. So 
the whole bunk situation was not lit to me. Bugs, I don't like. Don't so like getting on horses with the ice cream scoop and keeping it to the side and clicking the belly and going really fast when I wasn't supposed to, it was a cool experience. So if I ever went on like a Groupon date or something like that, I'll probably look super lit to the date. But um, yeah, pony ship, I did not feel. I you guess. gotta go on like The Bachelor, and then there's a horseback riding. Well, you know, day. I was on James um, Corden, and I didn't get. Picked. I do. I know. <laughs> that wasn't great. So my that TV career has been. Look, you were you were featured on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I was on James Corden. I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah, Maybe it's Jason's turn to hold it down for us. Yeah, I gotta be on some uh, sort of game show next. Maybe uh, Je- Jeopardy or um, Wheel of Fortune, even. Also, price is right. I, I was a Compton Cowboy before Compton Cowboy. I guess it was a thing. There you go. No, nah, they was around way before I was. I was say, they've been around. Shout out to them. Are there any uh, pictures of you on a horse? I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, I got one picture actually of me as an adult on a horse. So I'll show that to you. I'll send that to you. But as a kid, no. I was riding on like a painted horse too, which is pretty sick like the little spots and it's white i'll show you later but it was during the like you remember when Kawhi uploaded the picture of him and brock and it's like hdr filtered crazy it was during that era when i was riding a horse so (laughs) as as black twitter would say it's deep fried (laughs) i got the old town road tray man old town road tray shout out to calmatic man uh friend of the show all right our last topic learning capitals tell me about that so um other thing I was really into as a kid was geography. Thank and you for clearing that up too, because I thought we was talking about capital letters. No, I, I knew what she was talking about. <laughs> I, I know. I'm listen, I, my brain is different. I was like, yeah. yo, she I, was excitement in life. I actually to capital a story about this too, but I wanted to let, let Mina get hers off. But I have a story about capitals too that I wanted to. Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like this one's a little bit of, I guess, two out of three of mine were humble brags because I also did the um, ping pong one. But I mean, I wasn't going to come on and be like, here's something I sucked at that I enjoyed. Right. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, I was I was it was it wasn't like I was naturally gifted at geography. It was just my dad thought it was really important when I was a kid. So he just from a very young age, my brother and I were constantly doing like those brain quests things. You remember those where you flip mm-hmm. the cards with questions and then playing um, where in the world is Carmen San Diego on our Mac performer. So I just knew a lot about geography and capitals and um, I leveraged that into winning our school's geography B every year, beat my brother when he was in eighth grade, I was in seventh grade, no big deal. Um, Went to the state geography B, made to the top 10, didn't win. So didn't go all the way or anything. But uh, yeah, I just and then here's the thing about knowing capitals is like people are really impressed. And this is it's so, how bar the low is, how low the bar is. The bar is yeah. Goodness. Like if, if you, someone tells you they're from a country outside of the U.S. as an American, if you just get, if they're like, I'm from Mal- Mongolia, and you're like, oh, you're from Ulaanbaatar or something, you just gotta know the capital. Mm-hmm. Yep. And if they're from the capital, you're like, they're so impressed, which is really lame and speaks to how little Americans know about the rest of the world. We don't know shit, man. Shit crazy. <laughs> so it's a really good way to like ingratiate yourself with people. Um, it's just no- simply knowing capitals. Yeah. I, um, I finished second in the geography B. Oh, <laughs> I was, I was supposed to, uh, I was supposed to be first. I don't remember which one I messed up on. I'm still mad about it uh, because I was going to get to go to like whatever the real competition was, but I finished second at, at the school uh, geometry B, but uh, my better story with it is um, part of, I, I tell the story a lot. I met Tupac when I was a kid at the first school that I went to it's called Marcus Garvey school. Yes, you do. <laughs> But I mean, it's, it's literally like the, the greatest story of my life and I'll tell it every day. I don't care. And so, <laughs> and so part of part of me being able to meet him was, you know, I got really good grades um, as like an elementary school t- student. But he came in our class. And so uh, Marcus Garvey School was a school that was like about teaching black history, te- like, you know, all the way back to Africa and everything and teaching um just math and science and all this stuff. And part of it was uh, geography as well and teaching the countries and capitals of Africa. So I would be able at 
10 years old, be able to go up and recite the 52 countries and capitals. Wow. I did that in front of Tupac and like then got to meet him one-on-one. So yeah, so that was like, and I'm not that smart anymore. I don't, That's I haven't like, retained <laughs> all that information. What but, an incredible incentive to learn geography. Right. Like what a reward. He yeah, must've been so impressed. He was. Um, and you know, like at the time he was just like, man, you're the future. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> All this and it was just a great. Like, month. how's that not his bio on Twitter? Two point two. the future. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, I was really impressed by me, my geography knowledge once. That's so crazy. Yeah, exactly. yeah so uh, damn, all yeah. I got was a trip to the state capital of Virginia. Yours is so much better. <laughs> yeah, I wish I I still remembered all that stuff. I mean, I know some of the capitals. I bet it would all come clicking back pretty. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like yeah, yeah. anything, right? It's like we don't remember all the math equations, but I'm sure. If, you sat with it for a few minutes it would come back to you that's uh, pretty sick yeah okay so I, don't, I, I can't tell you anything about any geography bees i lost can you do you know any capitals Trey? like we're just a i mean i was a school teacher so you know this this is not i made the kids do pen maps okay all over and then the fact that they're like i don't get it like getting frustrated like it's just like ah but you yeah. gotta make it sing songy, man. That's the way that I learned stuff. Everything's gotta be like in song form. And mm. then, also the it. also the flags were like really color coded. Yeah. And like they'd have to do a puzzle map first. So they have mm -hmm. to put the puzzles like oh, in. like a little so I had little uh, sayings that I would teach myself. Like for example, oh I'm probably saying the wrong Oman in the Middle East, Oman. Mm -hmm capital is muscat m-u-s-c-a-t so mm -hmm. i would think oman i must get going like i had a little sentence See, like, look at you being clever you know well still, we would still in my head i would only for them to get to learn like the different you know um continents they would be assigned one per um semester uh, okay. and they would choose and then they have to choose like if you're in first grade you choose um an animal if you're in second grade, you have to choose an um, attraction. And then if you're in third grade, you just got to write about, you know, you just choose one country and you got to dive in deep and tell me about your about the culture. So these kids, uh, they're like, you know, and then we would have a feast that represents the continent. Oh, nice. Yeah. So the only one I didn't really get like kind of roll with was Australia. Like. I, yeah, I Australian food is pretty similar. To I color. don't like um, what's the what's the sandwich that's like paste? Um, oh, uh, uh, Vegemite. Vegemite. Or Vegemite, yeah, Vegemite. Vegemite is salty. Yeah, it's gross. It yeah, is not gross, it, yeah. but um, yeah, but everything else, you know, Colombian was pretty good. Like we did the Colombian food. That was that was that was a big man. Thing. I had it made. This is the thing about like not growing up with American parents is whenever we had to do like global stuff, I'd be like, Mom make some Korean food and <laughs> make like, you know, some kind of Korean. So that was another thing too. I made them really like look on the internet. They could not, when we did Asia, they could not buy nothing. Oh, like parents order. had to make it. Mm. So it, some of them, some of the parents wasn't happy with it, but I made them like really dive deep into the culture. How would you know if they couldn't, or if the parents, man, if I have kids, oh, I'm because cheat so no, because hard I on shit like that. Because I, I had a restaurant, um, like, like a cheat for the area. Oh, because you weren't in LA. No, I was in Scottsdale, Arizona. Right. Some more, a little more limited selection. Because yeah. in LA, you could fake that so easy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, hey, look, man, do what you want to do, but how bad do you want it? And some parents were like, oh, we've been to this country. We'll just... You know, and they just flex their passport and their pictures, and it's cool. But I would, I, I would pick the, I would pick the most like non-common countries all the time. I was, you know, I was the worst, I was the worst kid for like potlucks and stuff when we would have it. Because like, <laughs> my mom worked like two jobs, so she or like she worked a double shift, basically the same job, sixteen-hour days, and like, like you trade, like I was a latchkey kid, so I was basically just like getting rides to school and coming back, and they'd be like, Jason, where's your like this Your homemade yeah. science project yeah I'm just like yeah. it's just me guys yeah. <laughs> oh man yeah. yeah nah i used to pull up to the science projects by myself for show yeah. little science fairs and, yeah. and and the book fairs dolo because the latch key just be like yo what up what's good the book, the book fairs. y'all trying to come to the crib after yeah i got <laughs> a dub i got a dub i just bought the i'm the man i done bought donuts 
ice cream and a Michael Jordan book. What you telling me? Yeah, Michael right. Did you have a game system though? <laughs> you said what? Did you have a game system? Oh, I have yeah. every game system oh, ever to exist. System. Like <laughs> I am to this day, I got everything. I got PS5, I got the mini PlayStation, I got the mini Super Nintendo, I got an arcade system in the crib. With wow. No, no quarters needed. Must so be nice. Right. All, all, all I have is a Game Boy. But here's the thing. I'm trying to adopt a dog and they still ain't letting me get lit. So I might have to just buy one. We at that point. We at that point because I don't know if I'm a good enough father right now. How to, how, how to yeah, adoption. I don't know. With all your game systems, how can they turn you down? I know, right? <laughs> we got to have a play date with Lenny or something. You feel me? Right. What's it like being an Asian woman and being one of the faces of ESPN? <laughs> um... Well, you know, I think uh, I wouldn't call myself face of ESPN, but I think that <laughs> I'm I sometimes I forget it and I just feel like the same as everyone else and I feel no different. And then sometimes I'm acutely reminded of it, typically when I look at my mentions, <laughs> um, but also when topics come up, whether it's involving women in sports or women in and around sports or things like a couple weeks ago where, you know, stories involving Asian Americans and hate crimes. Suddenly when that happens, you look around and you realize, Oh shit, I'm the person who should talk about this. Um, just because it's something I've already been thinking about. People I know are thinking about my family's thinking about, I'm in group text thinking about it and my colleagues don't even know about it. Right. And that's right. no, it's not, it's not their fault. It's just how we're, you know, like when you live something and that applies to both gender and race for me, it's just, it's on your mind all the time in a way that it isn't for other people. So I think when those moments arise, I try to like pick my spots to be, to use it as an opportunity. Um, people always focus on like the negative stuff and the hate, especially with the women thing. Like people are always asking me about the, cause you know, I just get like merciless like shit, but I really feel really like lucky. Like the notes and messages I get from young women and also Asian Americans, both just men and women, whoever like, you know, my job at the end of the day, like I talk about football on TV. I'm not exactly changing the world, but sometimes I get messages that make me feel like I'm doing a little bit more than that. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, that's, that's dope. How do you, so you are also very active on social media. Um, your Twitter is extremely popular as is Trey's. Both of you guys are, uh, you know, popping on Twitter. Shit. <laughs> how do you how do you something guys, times is surpassing you trey <laughs> how do you I'm guys saying. think that social media has changed the landscape of sports media i'll go first i guess um sure. i think first. you know um i wouldn't work in sports media if not for social because i was a business journalist and they saw me tweeting about sports saw that i liked it um i like that not only can you like engage with people and sort of dip your toe in the conversation but Again, there's a lot of shitty sides of it. Like people really just log on to be angry and vent and unload on people. And 99 times out of 100, when someone's saying something to you, it's not actually about you. But it's also really fun and funny. And I like jokes and I like the memes. And and sports are supposed to be fun and funny. And I think sometimes with TV and radio and podcasts, people get a little bit caught up in it and how serious they th take themselves. And I think I like how social lets us have fun with it because it's really fun at the end of the day. So I like that side. I'm going to say retweet, retweet, retreat, 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 because I also was not in sports. I didn't go to school for that. I was a child psychology major, um, education major. Um, so, you know, talking about sports on Twitter and being found on Twitter and having a career started on Twitter, um, it started from jokes and memes and et cetera. And, and also finding, you know, the community that you relate to, but also me being a former player and then also relating to the community that's on the timeline is pretty dope. And it opens up, it, it shows a different representation. You know what I'm saying? Like where you're like, you know, we get, I'm pretty sure Mina gets the same questions. Like how would you define your path in sports? And it's just like, 
I can't say that I have a blueprint for this. It just kind of just kind of opens up that way. But like when you do get it, you know, take advantage of it and don't look back. And also, um, you know, understand that, you know, with this big platform comes sometimes responsibility, like in your situation, you know, with what's going on right now to stop Asian hate, most people are probably looking like, hey, can you say something to spread awareness versus the same thing when we were dealing with this last May with the Black, you know, Lives Matter and George Floyd and all these things. It definitely hit home. And I'm just like, I'm just a person that talks about basketball and, and tease other basketball players for like losing their hair and all kind of stuff. And now you're depending on me to, you know, be a voice of reason. And like I said, again, you do the negative side, you do get the nasty stuff. If they're not, if you're not saying the right things about people's teams, but this also builds thick skin. Doesn't mean that we're supposed to take it, but we're used to it at this point. So um, kind of piggybacking off everything Mina said, it just opens up a new door. Like again, Jason, now you're in this space, you know, and, and, and transitioning, um, you know, you probably wouldn't have it without social media and vice right. versa. So. No, for sure. Definitely. I love social media. I, I just, uh, I find it fascinating, you know, on all fronts, um, just to see how, how much it's grown and changed the lives of literally everyone around us. Like my mom has a Instagram, which I thought, you know, was like impossible a couple of years ago. And, and, you know, my, my great aunts, they, they've got it. And, you know, just everybody, it's not just for people our age or young people. And just to see how the world continues to evolve with it is, very interesting. Um, Mina, my last question for you is, uh, who was your hero growing up as a child? Ooh, that's a good question. I got to say, I didn't, it is kind of a complicated answer because when I was a kid, I probably thought it was like, you know, Ken Griffey Jr. or something. But at the time, I didn't know it was my mom, but it was my mom. And I didn't realize that until later, but like I was emulating her, kind of looking up to her in ways that I didn't understand. Um, I wouldn't have my job today unless I learned how to take risks and be brave and do things I was afraid of. And nobody's taken more risks in her life or been braver than my mom, who is from North Korea, um, came to America in her 30s, new country, uh, completely built a new life here. And again, like I was internalizing a lot of those lessons where she was like putting herself out there in the face of, you know, people not always treating her well or respecting her. But I saw a lot of things when I was young that I think built up in me over time. Dope. Now shouts to mom with 20,000 followers. And, everybody <laughs> and look at her, her now. Look She's at her now. Answer. And 40 years later, lit, lit out here. You know? Damn. She's social, a- social media superstar. What advice would you give 18-year-old Mina? Okay, so 18 years old, I was, I think, a freshman in college. So, because I was a little younger. I was September birthday. So I was thinking about that because it changed a lot in college. But I think I was probably, probably needed the same advice that I needed in high school, (laughs) which I think a lot of kids that age need, which is um, not to care so much about the opinion of others. I mean, we need that advice now, right? Everyone does, especially these days where we have so much access to the opinions of others. Uh, But I was really, really preoccupied with where I stood in the world relative to other people and not relative to my own actual wants and passions and desires. And um, I thought, whether or not I was successful depended solely on what other people thought of me. And, um, you know, I, I made a lot of decisions based on that. And I think if I could find a way to convince myself that uh, others, that I was a- capable of kind of finding my own metrics for what was important and being happy with the things I was good at and things I had, I could have really used that lesson when I was younger and to take more risks. Oh, also, I would tell her, you're right, you don't need math. Even though the teachers say you do. You don't that need that math. was the biggest lie ever. Calculators do it all. You don't have to learn any shit. Hey, you don't need math. Shouts to math. you. 
Well, Mina, this has been an excellent episode. I appreciate you jumping on with us, you know, just talking about dollhouses. And I will try my best (laughs) to learn how to play ping pong and watch the Olympics. And... Shout out to both of you, Brooklyn Nets super fans. Hashtag Nets world. Oh, and become a super fan for the Los Angeles Rams. We're working on that. Yeah, you got to get on my level. I need your help campaigning me to to outdo uh, YG. Harden MVP. All right. Growing up the same wins the game. Yo, Rob. Yo, Amin. What's the biggest complaint I always have whenever we record these podcasts? Besides Jerv being too sleepy, um, I think it's you forget to name a couple of things. You always want to talk about some extra stuff. Oh, man. It's the worst feeling in the world. When we get done and we say cut and I'm sending the files to Rob and I say, shit, I forgot we were going to talk about this topic or that topic. Well, guess what? We're not going to have those problems anymore. If you go ahead and download the Stereo app. That's right. Go to Stereo.com slash Darth Amin and make sure you are linked and subscribed to us and we're going to talk about all of the different things that I always forget about. This is a great app. Every time you guys are listening to this pod, you say, oh, I wish I could chime in, but you're listening to a pod. You can never chime in. It's pre-recorded. Guess what? With Stereo, you're able to have your voice heard. You can ask real-time questions about either the pod episode we recorded or whatever we're talking about at the time. It's great. It's a forum for you to listen to your favorite podcasters. That'll be me and Art, yours truly, all at the Count the Things Network. And we're going to be out here. We're going to do this regularly, multiple times a week. Just hop on stereo. Download the app. Subscribe, follow Darth the Mean, follow Talk Hoops, follow Trayvon, follow Big Waz, all of us. You know who we are. You search for us on the Stereo app. You will find us and subscribe to us and be a part of these conversations real time. Have the ability to ask the questions that you want to ask. Stop us when we're on some bullshit, as we are frequently. And, of course, catch some content that goes above and beyond what you listen to in the podcast you already love. Again, that is the Stereo app. And you can follow me, Stereo.com slash Darth Amin. You can look up everybody else by their handles. Their handles are all the same as what we have on social media. You can join us multiple times a week. I love Stereo. I'm on the app talking all the time. Follow me and get notified every time I go live.